Hello, and thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Minister John Richard, and this podcast is an account of this week's Bible study. I pray that it blesses and strengthens you in Jesus' name. If you are looking for more of the Word or are searching for the notes that were used in this week's lesson, please feel free to check the links in the description. Enjoy the Bible study and be blessed. Father, we come before you in prayer simply saying thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you yet again for another day to come before your throne of grace as a family, Father, to learn just that much more about you. Lord, I ask that you would sit me, J.R., the man down, and that you, O sovereign Lord, would rise up big inside of me, placing your words upon my lips, proclaiming your word of truth. Father, please speak to our hearts tonight, for you know exactly what it is that each and every one of us needs. Lord, minister to us in the way that only you can. Father, we love you, we need you, and we thank you for what we're about to receive. It's these things we thank you for. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Happy Friday. Once again, we are here with each other to have some Bible study. <clears throat> I want to just take a moment very briefly and really give thanks to the Lord. Um, God has been so very good and it's to a point to where, you know, we have those moments where we can only really say, thank you, Lord. You know, it's, it's not enough, but it's a good starting point. Throughout the past few months, I've shared various testimonies with all of you guys. And I've, you know, shared different situations and scenarios that either I've been in or another one of us has been in. We've come to each other asking for prayer. We've been there. We've been praying for one another. We've been receiving. We've been growing. We've gotten a lot done in Jesus name. And I just want to take a moment to really thank the Lord for that, because despite all the shortcomings, despite all the setbacks we may have faced, despite all the different crazy things that we've gone through both personally, collectively, as, as a whole, and just through it all, there's been a but God, because we know exactly what the Lord himself promised us to take heart, because he personally overcame the world for you and for me. And I just want to say thank you, Lord. I, I really just want to start there, <clears throat> because for Bible study tonight, um, you know, I get pulled in all sorts of different directions when I'm praying, asking for the Lord to give me something to present to you guys each week. And for tonight, I really just want to focus on, you know, something that we do so often, but I, I'd like it to be the highlight for tonight. And that's really just thanking God, you know, um, when we praise the Lord, when we give him what's his right, when we just take some time out of our busy days because the Lord has given us 24 hours. And as I often say, let's start small. Let's give them 10 minutes. And from there, let's just keep building up until before we know it all we can do is just thank the Lord throughout every second of every minute of every hour of our day, because without him, honestly, where would we be? Um, I want to thank him, you know, that for the most recent thing for me personally, that I, you know, I took three weeks off of everything, work, teaching Bible study, all of the above, because I was sick. I was in bed 
Um, I, my, my brother Broderick had taken me to the ER, like maybe two or three days after I really was just down and the doctor treated me for what, like a sinus headache <clears throat> and none of that stuff worked, but through it all, I was praying and thanking Lord, knowing, thanking the Lord, knowing that he would heal me. And right around the time as I was really f- like, just at, at my full recovery, basically, uh, granny had set up a doctor's appointment for me. And when we went there and when we told the doctor about everything that was going on, she said, it sounded like I was stressed out. And let me just say, as still a a very young man, 27 years old, thank the Lord, that I've never experienced in my life ever being stressed out to the point to where it physically made me ill. Now, I've been stressed out. I've been through the ringer Um, between the ages of 18 and like 24. I was depressed, but I'm here because God is good. And throughout the vast majority of that depression, of course, that wasn't the only thing kicking my butt. I was dealing with other things in life, uh, family issues, my own personal issues, stuff from my past, school, work, all of the above. Life was really hammering it on me, but I got through and I didn't get through on my own. Let's go ahead and defunct that theory there. I got through it with the things that the Lord gives me to teach you guys like on a weekly basis. First and foremost, I would not be here if not for God. So I just want to say thank you, Jesus, because without him, I (laughs) don't know. And secondly, it's because of you guys, God, through all of you that are here, build up my community, right? And in every community, we have, you know, our, we have our, our people that make up the wall that make sure nothing can come into the the city where where we're residing right and then we have those that are on you know just really closer they're they're close to heart the inner circle we'll say and but for everybody here that helps make up my own personal community i just want to thank the lord for each and every one of you uh my brother had reached out to uh, me and meeks last night uh, just doing a simple wellness check something that um we 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 tend to do with one another right as i often tell my my little sister uh, Gigi, you know when people know each other very well right you get to a point to where you can just tell when something is off and you don't even need to really be around the person to know when something is off because your own personal holy spirit signal will go off but the thing about being there for each other. And I mean this for all of us. It's that there are some things, yes, you know, we will talk about it. There are some things where we don't. But at the end of the day, we have the single most powerful tool in our arsenal. And that's our prayer, right? The Lord teaches us to pray without ceasing. Jesus himself even goes and demonstrates how we should pray by teaching us as we deem it the our father prayer our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread as we forgive 
as ah, forgive us our debts as we forgive us our debtors. I'm thinking of like nine different translations. Forgive me and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Granny would have me pray that prayer every night as a little boy. And she'd tell me after I prayed that prayer to go ahead and just tell the Lord what I need, what I want, what I'm thankful for, all of the above. And Jesus teaches us that prayer to teach us reverence. We come to our Father because that's who God is. Capital G O D is your Father if you've been saved. And that's something very important to keep in mind, because when you go to your parent, when you ask them for something, when you talk to them about stuff or for any parental-esque figure in your life, you come to them no holds bars, simply meaning you just lay it bare. You're prepared for whatever answer they give you because you know that once you come to them with a need, with a desire, with whatever, that 10 times out of 10, and I mean this in the spiritual context, that when you talk to God about something, that he's not necessarily going to give you the answer that you want to hear, but he's going to give you the answer that you need to hear. As I've been telling <laughs> my little sister for like the past few weeks now, as I've been extremely grateful and just happy to see the things that the Lord has been doing in her life personally, it's that it always reminds me of one of my favorite gospel songs. It's that the Lord may not come when we want him to, but he'll be there right on time because he's an on time God. And a lot of people who, you know, aren't saved or maybe they are saved and they haven't really built a close relationship with God just yet. They they ask certain questions that, you know, I probably would have asked myself subtracting a few years but nowadays it just kind of makes me laugh because it reminds me that God you know you're so good because even in the midst of our turmoil where we want to point a finger to blame on somebody you're so grateful well so graceful and merciful that he'll allow us to you know just say some things here and there it, it may not always be the, the right thing to say but God is good because He's full of grace and mercy and compassion, and he understands what we're going through, not just because he knows it all, but because he's been in our shoes. I can't speak for anybody else who claims a name other than Jesus, but I know with my God, one, he is alive and well. Two, when he talks about our ancestors and our old brothers and sisters of old, he talks about them in a very lively sense, meaning that they are not dead because we serve the living God and he is not the God of dead people, but the God of those who he is blessed with eternal life. The same promise that we've been getting for a very long time now and that he he's very happy and willing to pay up on once we get done with our work here. The thing that I'm saying here is that I'm grateful. I'm grateful that God, throughout all of my shortcomings in life, I'm grateful to God that throughout all the times I could have ruined <laughs> with my own terrible actions and mistakes, some of honestly the most important relationships in my life, just thinking about it almost has me ready to tear up, to be honest with you. 
that the same grace and mercy that he shows to me personally, he has blessed inside of each and every person that he's allowed to come into my life to have that same level of grace and mercy. To not look at my current situation and say that I'm a mess up or a mistake or whatever it is that I've been doing or have done wrong, but instead chooses to love me through it. Sometimes love, especially the good godly agape love, his unfailing, eternal, just it, it doesn't make sense kind of love. It'll put you in a situation to where all you can do is honestly just cry because it's like, you know, you don't deserve it. But let me remind you today that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our high priest, our father, our confidant, our doctor, lawyer, all of the above. He says we're worthy of his love, not because we can work for it, not because we can earn it, not honestly, not because we even deserve it, but simply because he loves us. He made us with the express written consent and purpose of worshiping him. That hole in our soul that we've been trying to fill for so long with other people or ideas or money or stuff or whatever it may be, it's just not going to work. God is the one that feels it. And when we start filling ourselves up with God, well, we can start sharing that overflowing amount of love and compassion and reciprocity with one another. We can help build each other, as the Bible says, to nurture one another in love with the admonition of the Lord. Meaning instead of tearing somebody down for something that they've done wrong, instead shift the perspective, which is our whole MO here in our ministry to change the perspective of how we see things, but instead to build one another up. I don't care what you've done in your past. I don't care what you're doing currently. What I care about is the same thing that God cares about. What is the intent of your heart? What's what's your goal, right? If it's I don't know, I get it. I've been there before. But at at your core, at the the bare bone makeup of what comprises you as a person, does your heart say that, Lord, I love you and I'm trying? If that's what your heart is saying, well, trust me, <laughs> we're on the same page and God understands as as many times as I say it, I'd like to say it again, that God meets us 99% of the way. And the 1% that he requires from us is to just trust him. He doesn't ask us to do another thing. Everything that we accomplish in life, everything that we'll set our hands, hearts, and minds to do in order to help spread the, this beautiful ministry of love to a dying world, it all starts with just trusting God. Like he asked Peter after he denied him, he said, Peter, do you love me? And that's the question we're asked each and every time that the Lord hands us a new assignment. Do you love me? And if the answer is yes, well, then the follow up statement from the Lord is then trust me. I got this. I got you. As a person who does a lot of things for a lot of people. And this is not to brag on me. This is to brag on God. We 
as a collective, we get stuff done. We get it done in order to help one another, to help continue to really edify God, to spread his love, to spread the message that there is a God. His name is Jesus. He loves you. You don't have to go through any of the things that you go through alone. You don't have to give up. You don't have to call it quits. You don't have to run out and do X, Y, and Z. But all you have to do is trust him. If you really love the Lord, then trust him. And that's why I'm here tonight just telling you about how grateful I am, because sometimes we need to just take a moment and really express to the Lord how grateful we are. Yeah, we go through things. Yeah, life gets rough. Yeah, it's tough sometimes. Yeah, it bothers you. Yeah, it makes you feel low, want to put your head down, give up, whatever. But God has brought you this far. And as the song says, he's brought you too far to give up on you now. There's another song that said, if the Lord doesn't do another thing for me, he's done enough. But the beautiful thing about that song, yeah, he has done enough because I'm still here and I can fight in all of the above. But my story doesn't end here. None of our stories in here. God has so much that he wants to accomplish in our lives for his glory, giving us the benefit of being blessed to be a partaker in his ministry with him. So tonight, let's just all collectively say thank you, Lord, for not giving up on us, for when we were acting crazy and choosing to do the wrong thing, calling out on your name sometimes in the middle of knowing we're about to do the wrong thing that you spared us from whatever it is that we honestly deserve for our actions. For we know, according to scripture, that the wages of sin is death. But we thank God that the Bible also tells us that there is therefore now no condemnation to any of us who are in Christ Jesus and walk in the Spirit's footsteps, meaning we chase after God's will instead of chasing after what will make this body of ours feel good for a moment. If your heart says, Lord, my desire is to just worship you, praise you, please you, get your will done, then you're on the right track. Sometimes we're all too human. You know, we make mistakes. We're not perfect. We will never be in this current present state of our human condition. But when the good Lord gives us our glorified bodies like how he has, then, of course, yes, all sin and God will be taken away. But until then, we have some work to do. The more we study the Bible and apply it to our lives, the more we pray and trust God, the more we lean on him, not the resources, but the source then the easier it is to let certain things go, to quit certain actions and behaviors, to just thank him in the midst of it all, that when you don't know where the money will come from, when you don't know where the next meal will come from, when you don't know if the lights will stay on, when you just don't know anything, we can praise him anyway, because as another song says, praise confuses the enemy. It makes him feel retarded because he is that he keeps trying the same old tired and washed out and played out tactics to try to trip you up, knowing that God has already won, will continue to already win and that every battle you face, it's the Lord's. 
The enemy doesn't even get a chance to wrestle with you. He has to wrestle with God. And I mean, that's a losing battle for for the enemy. Ten times out of ten, he's never going to win. He's never going to prevail against you. He might be able to throw something in your path to slow you down about this much. But we thank God that even then we serve a God who enlightens us to the the tactics and the tricks of the enemy. We're not in the dark. So I thank God quite literally for everything. The fact that we're here, the fact that he teaches us, the fact that we can become wise by just simply admitting that we don't know a single thing because without God, I promise you, I'm, I'm mentally ill. But with him, I, I have an opportunity to really show off the things that he has blessed me with and not for my own vain glory, but to give him praise, to give him honor, to give him glory because he's the one deserving of it. So I leave you with this. Let's simply just thank the Lord more. Let's praise him more because there have been so many situations that I've been in in my life where simply praising God got me out of it because I knew if I pray that God will hear my prayer and he will begin to not only work on it, but because he knows everything already, he's already worked on it. And let me tell you, he's the answer. And he hand delivers himself to every situation, every crisis, every meltdown, every shortcoming, every whatever you go through in life. He will hand deliver his self because he is the answer to every situation, to every bad thought, to every negative outcome, because everything with God, especially when it pertains to us, he can and will work it out for the the betterment of our good because he loves us and i i mean i can't thank him enough it's just it you know i'm glad we have an eternity to spend with him because that's a start to begin to really thank him enough so if i leave you with anything just praise god through it all through whatever I don't care how bad it seems. Trust me, it's not the end of the world. And if it feels like it's the end of your world, understand that everything that has importance in your life, that has weight in your heart or your mind or on your shoulders, it has the same feeling to God because he is with you throughout everything. You will never be alone, never spiritually. And because of community, you don't have to even go through it alone physically. Because you have a multitude of brothers and sisters who will happily hold up the bloodstained banner with you, pray with you, stare at the wall if that's all you need, listen to you, give you some godly advice if that's what you're inquiring about, whatever it is that you require. The Lord has already met all of your needs. Now it's up to us to just trust his timing. Because there are plenty of things that we still latch on to that we don't need to hold on to when it's time to get that promotion, to get the upgrade, the level up, to move to the the next area. It's certain stuff we have to just trust God and let it go because whatever he tells us to leave behind, I guarantee you he's going to give you something so much better to the point to where once you get the blessing, you never look back because it's like, what was there to even look back for in the first place? So Heavenly Father, we come before you in prayer simply saying, thank you, Lord. 
We thank you so much for giving us an opportunity to just praise your name, Father. There are times where you you truly just rain down on us with wisdom, with knowledge. And there are times where you just spark a fire that's so blazing, Lord, that it can't help but encapsulate everything that it touches. But just like how you came down as the flame that consumed the bush but didn't burn it, so too do you do us, Father. You're an all-consuming fire, but you never burn us because, Lord, we belong to you. We are one with you. And, Lord, it's because of that that once you fill us with your Holy Spirit, that all we can do is exude your love, your patience, your peace, your mercy, your grace, all the things that comprise you, the one true only holy God. And Father, we just say thank you for that. Thank you for all the things that you've done and that you're doing. God, we give you praise in advance for the things that are to come because we know that you are an ever progressive God. And it's when we praise you, when we thank you through the storms, through the trials, through the hardships, that in those situations, you even hasten when we'll get the blessing because you're proud of us for just trusting you. So, Father, I ask right now that for everyone who is here, who's here currently or who will listen to this later, that you would help them in the areas of their lives where they still have some disbelief, because we all do. That when you help us in those areas, that not only will we know it, but we'll get closer to you. We'll praise you for helping us yet again overcome something that was keeping us down, for helping us grow. And most importantly of all, for helping us be more available to you to get the will and the work done. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And we will be sure to give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory which you so rightly deserve. It's these things we thank you for. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, family. I pray the lesson has blessed you in some way, shape, form, or fashion today. Each week, we hold Bible study on Zoom, and it would be wonderful to share this experience with you. If something was said that resonated with you, and you aren't a part of the family, I would like to open the invitation to join. I pray that the Lord blesses you in all of your endeavors and that you chase after the prize, which is Jesus. See you next week, God willing, and be blessed.